Welcome to the Forest FM Podcast, episode 57. I'm Killian Vina. And I'm Zoe Billow-Springer. We're back in Ready to Rock 2018, and so to kick it all off, we're hosting our very first episode of the year from the Salon Owners Summit at the Convention Centre in Dublin. Expect exclusive interviews, Fox Pops, reflections and more. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Good morning, Killian. Good morning, Zoe. So, uh, serious day today. Oh uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it, to be honest. I'm looking forward to f- quite a few talks. Yeah, we've uh, we've just had Gavin Hoare on stage there. He was very good. He was going through about kind of, Gavin Hoare was the maitre d' of Richard Ward. And um, yeah, 500 people in attendance seems to have gone off a hit straight away. Oh yeah, I mean, even just at the registration this morning, it was buzzing. There was loads of people coming in, super excited. I mean, social media has not stopped since 8 a.m. this morning. Yeah. So that's pretty much my job all day. <laughs> and, and the fact there was a pub call last night, you'd expect to see some serious heads, but no, everyone is well excited about it for today. Yeah, no, it's absolutely great. So Gavin Hoare was on, and like you were saying, he was talking about how to be the expert that you are and yep. ways that you can improve on customer service and things like that. And um, at the moment, actually, Steve Martin is just about to hit the stage. So yeah, we'll, we'll just have gearing a, up for him now. Yeah. Really looking forward to this one. This oh, is definitely. Uh, this is one of your favorite. Yeah, Steve Martin, the author of Yes, 50 Secrets from the Science of Persuasion. He's also done um, the big, small things like those. So it's the six principles of influence persuasion things like those and how to implement them in the salon so yeah looking forward to that one now definitely yeah so we have confirmed actually that we'll have an interview with him right after his talk we're a just listen. gonna get straight in yeah, follow gonna, him off the stage we're gonna have a listen to his talk and then get straight into it so uh, we'll catch you then so first off brilliant presentation thank you like you had the attention of everyone and you managed to keep it so relevant because like myself and so we, we've read the books before so we kind of had an idea what was going on but the way you were actually able to relate it to the salon owners there and the humour as well so well, well thank you I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really nice cool. to hear yeah, yeah. No. that's good to hear um, so yeah we just have two questions here kind of fairly simple ones but the first one are you had six principles if you could pick three that you could like what you feel would most make most impact in a salon tomorrow what would you pick well um, I think the audience actually picked the three yeah. so, they, so one of the things that you know when you're standing at the stage you can notice you know what people are writing down and yeah. there was a few things so when we talked about you know the, the authority principle and the, that experiment of, of how introducing a, a staff member as a legitimate expert led to an increase in appointments and increase in yeah. contracts um, I notice a lot of pens going up at that moment, so I, I think that would be uh, that would be one example. Um, the second, which I knew about uh, as, as a problem, you know, people that book appointments and then fail to show up, the no show. So I kind of felt that that would always kind of land quite well with the group, and that seemed to be again the case. Everyone, um, you know, wrote that down. And, but the, the loyalty study as well, that you know, giving people a head start on the loyalty programs, that seemed to land pretty well as well. So I think the authority and consistency, and then the third one would be social proof. You know, that whole idea of you know, just pointing out what the most popular. You know, shampoo or conditioner is that's bought by most people mm. um, lots of pens went up at that moment as well so those, those yeah. would be my three because like you were saying it was just such a simple because they all have the menus they all have it even with the online right. booking and yeah. stuff like that and all you're doing is just putting a couple of words beside it going most popular or even like an asterisk around it it kind of grabs everyone's attention yeah. but I did love the uh, the expert one that you're talking about where 
it's the same with it's we could even put it into practice when someone rings up you'll go oh, I'll just put you onto the training department if they're looking for training or support or instead actually introduce their name and go well actually I'll put you on to we'll say Helen in training who has worked in the industry so she'll for the last what, five years so she'll be able to best address your yeah. kind of the training needs and stuff yeah. like that it's just such a small little change um, so then the second question we had was if you were a salon owner how would you use the power of an influence to persuade your clients to buy from you rather than supermarkets and pharmacies? So, so we've noticed, yeah, we've noticed that that's a big thing that keeps coming back. It's like, how do I compete against the, the local supermarket if we have the same products? Yeah, well, I, th I mean, the, the, there's probably two things there. The, the, the first is to recognize the moments. Um, and the moment being that when they're in your salon, they're mm -hmm. not in a supermarket. The moment they leave the door and they go out, yeah. That, that's it. It's gone. You know, it's, uh, you know, yeah. and, and you know, so they're going to see that array of different shampoos and conditioners in the supermarket, and that will be the next time that they're exposed to that. So I think the first thing is to recognise that there's a moment of, you know, opportunity. They're there for you. They're yeah, there for your you're, you're there in that moment. Yeah. So, so, so use that moment. So you know, getting your salon staff, you know, in that moment, after they say, "Oh, I love my hair. You've done such a great job. Thank you very much indeed." Well, maybe you'd like to take that. Home with you. Here's the here's the product. Mm. So it's the it's the moment. I think um, because the product isn't any different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the same product. It's the same packaging. So I think the moment is one, and then the other is to is to say you know as your you know, as your salon manager, I would recommend this. That's not the kind of recommendation you get in the supermarket. You know, yeah. it's, so the differentiation can't be between. Um, the products because they're exactly the same so the differentiation yeah. needs to be the messenger so in this case you know who would you who would you be more inclined to, to follow the lead yeah. of is it salon I, manager with 20 years experience yeah. or you know someone behind I the suppose it yeah. Yeah. Product exactly. and actually give I suppose it advice. relates to Gavin's talk this morning you know acting like the expert you are and taking opportunity of that yeah. yeah so one of the things that is interesting about Gavin's talk is acting as the expert you are is recognizing that you are an expert mm -hmm. it, yeah. it's kind of quite a you know we don't it's walk around <laughs> like going, oh, i'm an expert in this and people should listen to me so i think they're the job of the salon owner or salon manager is yeah. you know so you may recall that study i showed you um with, in the health centers where the nhs one yeah so it's the impact you know if salon managers and owners are talking about their staff in that way that has an impact on the staff mm. so you know if you want your staff to act as experts Introduce them as experts. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where the two things come together. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's spot on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks very okay. much for that. Yeah. So that was Steve Martin. Great personality. Great to chat to one to one. I think you've got loads more insights. And I don't know for yourself, but that was probably one of my favorite ones as well. Uh, across even last year's talks. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, for someone outside of the industry, he made his talk so relevant to all of the audience and got them engaged. So fair play to him on that. It was absolutely brilliant. And then chatting to him after again, it was just even more information. That was, it was just, he's a great speaker, great presenter, and I suppose excellent expert. <laughs> yeah. He really is an expert. Yeah. So coming up this afternoon, we're just heading into the networking lunch at the moment. After that, there's going to be two uh, two more workshops. So um, as we had announced previously, we had workshops this year, which is a very new addition to the summit. So we had one this morning, just after, uh, well, between Gavin Hoare's talk and Steve Martin's talk. And then we're having two straight after lunch to get people moving and interacting a little bit before sitting down again for talks. Yeah, so the three talks are the Salon Visual Merchandising, the GDPR and the Health and Wellbeing 
and in the first round once I attended the GDPR one which was the head of our head of product Paddy Monaghan he was up on the main stage and it was interesting talking to salon owners after because even though some were very aware of GDPR and others have just kind of heard about it um, we thought this was going to be a, quite a heavy content wise workshop for them to take in mm-hmm. a lot but they said no it was brilliant because they knew it was something they had to get on top of that it they found it more informative than inundated by information. Do you know what I'm going to add to that? I even heard some feedback of uh, one salon owner saying that they weren't too concerned just mm-hmm. yet, and they were like, "Oh, we'll be fine with it, like without prepping prepping for it and, and this and that." And they came out of the talk being like, "Okay, no, we have to be on this." Yeah, so I think we're going to split up now ourselves, and one of us is going to try and get the salon visual merchandising, and the other one is going to be. Um, so that health and well-being workshop, unfortunately, we had Aaron Carroll, who, as Ronan said, the only person from Dublin <laughs> managed to be stuck in a different country. So unfortunately, he couldn't attend. But, you know, things happen. So Chris Brennan is taking over from that one today. And he only just got last minute this morning. So I've already kind of seen a couple of people coming out of this workshop really happy. So I'm looking forward to popping into it myself. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to be talking about uh, work-life balance. And then on the salon visual merchandising, we have Marina Doyle uh, doing a presentation on that. And I attended it this morning, actually. But I'll probably pop in again um, just to get a few things. Because I've been popping in and out of all of them. So catching bits and pieces here and there. <laughs> I've just been committed to that. <laughs> yeah, and after the workshops, actually, we're going to have uh, Valerie Delforge stepping on stage. She'll be uh, delivering her talk on managing and motivating staff for success. And after that... Yeah, we have Tabitha Coffee from Tabitha Takes Over, the Hit Bravo TV show. So she's actually going to be arriving in here anytime soon. And we're just going to go, go straight into the green room and ask her two questions we have prepared. Hopefully you enjoy this. We're not going to be recording anything uh, special until the closing remarks from... Um, Ronan Percival and then we'll head over to the after party have a few box pops there if you had to rebrand a salon that was in the worst imaginable position and you only had a thousand dollars to do that what would you tackle first and why uh, business cards really important okay website you can build yourself so it they're cheap now so you can do it yourself even if you're not great at it and put something up that looks okay so it's going to be minimal what it costs you for the web hosting and just build it yourself yeah um a lot of things don't cost money so you can elbow grease it clean it you can paint it that's kind of cheap i would put the money on the big ticket things if equipment needed to be changed, then that's mm. definitely something that needs to be done yeah. so that aesthetically it looks okay and it looks appealing to a client. I think a great um, software system is really important. You can't function your business well. And mm-hmm. to me, it's the foundation. Okay. So if I, if I only had a grand, that $1,000 has to go into foundational things. What's going to make my business good in the long run? So that's a computer system, it's business cards, it's online presence and a website... Mm-hmm. And then I would go to the pretty there yeah. and get as creative as I had to. And if, okay, so you've also owned a salon. How do you, how do you feel about the whole um, booth renting situation becoming more popular and some people feel very uncomfortable with it, some people are blending it within their models? How do you feel about that? I think there are pros and cons to both. Um, because I've lived in America for so long, it is really common practice. (laughs) So it's something that has been in America for a long time. I know it's newer to different countries Mm -hmm. and it's starting to come in. So people are 
starting to try and wrap their head around it and their brains are probably exploding a little because they're not sure how it lives within our industry. Yeah. Um, and it's done quite well yeah. living in America. So that should give people some positivity, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. that it works well. Um, there definitely are pros and cons. I think if you're a small independent person and you want to have your own business mm -hmm. and maybe do it more on your terms and you realise that you don't want a big staff and you don't want that big commitment, then it can be a great opportunity for you. If you're someone that, that wants to have a staff and wants to have a team and a lot of people in there, then my recommendation is to make sure you have rules in place. Just because their business is functioning within a business yeah. doesn't mean that you can't set it up that we have a standard that we adhere to and we have a way that we do things and there's a protocol that we follow and so this is an expectation from yeah. you. And I think when that starts to get lost is when things kind of start to go awry and it becomes messy. Yeah, because it is your business and you're letting them come into your salon. So even though they're bringing in clients and stuff like that, they still kind of have to adhere to what you've set out. You can't give them full free reign, can you? Or would you... I would not. And I think that's where the problems come in. And I think a lot of people have that mentality that mm -hmm. um, I just want to fill my business. Yeah. Right? I just want to fill my yeah. business and make my money. And that's why they may go that route. Mm. And I don't want to have to deal with responsibility and taking care of people. When a client walks into a business... Um, you know, if it's Tabitha's, they're coming because it's Tabitha's. They're not coming because Mandy rents a chair and John rents a chair and Joseph does his own thing, right? Yeah. They come for the name of the business and the brand that's built. And I think that's what people still have to remember. So, yes, you want consistency. You want to put a strong brand message out there. You want a team that you feel proud of. So anytime the work is coming out the door and people say, I go to X salon. Yeah that draws the business in and people feel good about it. And the only way to do that is to have rules in place and have an expectation and put that on people. And can you go all the way up to, um, to making like the visual branding consistent within the salon, even if there are many booth renters? Can you go up to that level? Absolutely. I believe you can. And I think it's really important. You know, it, it, the business we're in is a visual business anyway, mm -hmm. and people are attracted to brand yeah. and to what the brand stands for and what the place looks like. Mm -hmm. And you have, to you have to keep that level if you want to be successful. Yeah. And the people that have really done super well with doing um, booth rental in their businesses have kept a consistency and kept a level and said, yes, you, we welcome you in <laughs> and we want your business to come in here, mm -hmm. but here is the way that we all play together. Here is the way that we all work together. So that everyone is still getting that team environment and still looking around and feeling proud of the other work that's coming through you know, everyone's yeah. business. And I think that's the way that it's really successful, not when it just becomes a free-for-all for everyone. And do you have any advice for someone? So if they've decided, yeah, okay, I'm gonna boot rent, I'm gonna let someone come into my salon. Would you treat it almost like a recruitment process? So how about how kind of, I suppose, do you have any tips who, for someone? Who to get in? Yeah, like how, how do you go about kind of deciding who you're going to let come into your salon? Much like how you, who you, are you going to hire? Very much like you would yeah. your staff. So, so you look at all the same things that you would want from your staff. Are they reliable? Mm. Are they consistent? Are they good hairdressers? You know, do they have a good work ethic? Do they have a clientele? So that kind of mindset you would want to play into as well. The other thing, if that's the business that you're opening, I you need to seek outside advice and yeah. speak to an accountant, speak to a lawyer, 
right? Make sure what you need to do to have an agreement because essentially you're a landlord. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what you are. You're a landlord. Fair enough, so yeah, I didn't even think about that. Well, you, you need know, to make sure because you're you are a yeah. landlord, you need to make sure that not just your business is covered, but everything is taken care of and everything, you know, mm. is kind of no problems down the road. And that's a really important thing to do as well. So make sure that there is a rental agreement. Make sure that you do have something, you know, with yourself and the people that you're getting in. This is what I expect from you, mm -hmm. even though you're renting. And here's what I'm going to do for you. You know, yeah. I'm going to provide it is an A, B and C, whatever it yeah. is, right? There's give and take with both. Or mm -hmm. if you come into my business, then we're going to use X product or we're going to do it this way. Yeah. right to keep that consistency and that's really important to make sure all of that is done in the beginning and up front and the best way to do that is to have all the systems in place mm. have the foundation there go to a lawyer make sure what you can and can't do mm. um, and have everything written up so everyone is clear from day one yeah you get everyone on the kind yep. of on the same team mm -hmm. from the start that's, Amazing. that's been absolutely brilliant yeah Thank thanks very so much for that. you're welcome yeah <laughs> cheers <laughs> thank you so we're just uh, popping into the closing remarks. It's the end of the day. Uh, well, end of the day, just before the after party, of course. It's the first half <laughs> of the day done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to pop in just now. We record a few bits and pieces of Ronan Percival, Forest Salon Software CEO, uh, closing remarks, and we'll catch you straight after with an interview with Ronan as well. Um, so there's one thing for you guys to think about next year, and something that I think we're going to think about a lot in our business too, is that, you know, how can we be an expert or how can our team be experts in what they do, whether it's a specific thing or in the, in the business as a whole. Um, so we're wrapping up. Uh, I just have a couple of thank yous to quickly make and then a few instructions about tonight. Um, the first of all, can we get a big round of applause for all our speakers? So all the speakers have now um, walked off stage. Ronan has walked off stage. He's now with us with the podcast. Ronan, what are your insights of today? What are the key takeaways um, well, for yourself? Yeah, it was a brilliant event. Um, we had nearly 500 people there for the first time, so it was amazing. Um, the venue was amazing. Yeah, the venue was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. even had a little purple outside for us. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. forest purple going down the keys. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, I think... Uh, yeah, like the theme was great starts here, mm -hmm. which is a deadly theme anyway. But um, it was really interesting to see how the different speakers came coming from different backgrounds. Like there's people from hair industry, there's people from beauty industry, there's people from who are like totally like academic background, you know, like yeah. Steve uh, Martin. And it was just really interesting to see them actually all say the same things in their different ways. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like the, the biggest one was, I think all three of them specifically talked at least maybe a third of their speeches each about being an expert. Yeah. And actually that is why someone goes to a beauty salon, why someone goes to a hair salon, is to meet an expert to fix a problem with their skin, their hair, their nails, whatever it is. Okay. But also 
by being an expert, you're much more likely to be able to charge more, to be able to get people to come back, to be able to listen to your advice, to get people to buy retail, which is the big one again. Um, so just, I think that if you're going to make a great sale next year, if you make yourself an expert and make your, help enable your staff to be experts in, yeah. in different domains within the beauty salon or within the hair salon, you're going to have a great year. You know? Another thing that I really noticed mm. was uh, building a brand and being mm. consistent within the visual identity, yeah, like but also the way you act and talked about your brand. That was, that was deadly because it, it was, um, uh, Gavin talked about being consistent um, as one of his seven universal things and then yeah Steve talked about being consistent as one of his yeah. six kind of rules of persuasion and then Tabitha talked about Tabitha. being consistent <laughs> as well you know yeah. consistent so it's just right. like <laughs> consistent consistent consistent, consistent. Right. Yeah. and uh, it's just I find personally that's the hardest thing to do because yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a discipline but I think it's clearly you know the more habits you have if you build habits that's how you build consistency um, yeah it was great there's other, other things as well um, I think um, making feel people feel special that like mm-hmm. came through today big time. I know that isn't. I don't know if that's necessary to do with the theme, but it's just really, um, it's what the whole thing is about. And you know, yeah. if you make clients feel special, and if you make your staff feel special, then you're mm-hmm. kind of onto a winner. There's a lot around staff today. All around, yeah. yeah. There's a lot around staff today, wasn't it? Like about how yeah, it's almost like treating staff like clients. Like if you, you know, uh, um, and I thought Valerie was brilliant in that, and yeah. she's had some amazing blogs and podcasts anyway. So, um, yeah, just, uh, I, th- I just think, like, you know, the small little things that you can do. Like, that was the other thing. Like, so much of the stuff is small. It costs nothing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want a great business, you can do it. Like, you know what I mean? There's just, it's there. There's, li- there's so much stuff just there um, from those speeches, but also on our blog and podcast every yeah. single week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's funny it's you say there, the small you know? things. Yeah. You know, we, we interviewed uh, Tavatha earlier uh, mm. today, and she was, like, we asked her, if you had a salon in the mor- worst imaginable position and yeah. you only had a grand to m- turn it over, what yeah. would you focus on? And yeah. the grand would go towards the foundation, so software, anything that makes the business run, but everything else, it's all those little things. She said, yeah, yeah. you do all the little things that don't cost anything, you're going to have a brand anyways. Just invest a thousand in what needs to run your salon. In you the almost just need to make a decision or a promise to yourself, we're going to make it great. That's yeah. Once you d- say, I promise I'm going to do that this year, you will. And actually... I w- I really wanted to do that at the end. I had this big thing about we were all going to make a promise together to make this. Oh, we can do it. Ever. We can do it at the oh, after party. Uh, we're heading yeah. there. We'll do it at the yeah, after yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. cheers. Big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. big cheesy, yeah, yeah, promise. But yeah, we're running us out the door. Right. Well, thank you so much, Ronan. <coughs> and cool. we'll head over to the after party, I suppose. Looking yes. forward to it. So, as you can probably hear with the the sound here. We're just headed into the after party, and it's, there's quite an atmosphere at the moment. Ah, it's buzzing, yeah. It's very it's nice. To fill up already, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Sharon here, who is attending the summit today. Uh, Sharon, where are you from exactly? PA Hair Balbriggan. And how did you find the day? It was absolutely wonderful. Everything was on point. The timing was perfect. All the presentations were absolutely excellent. I have to say, everything was absolutely wonderful. There was more staff there than you needed to help us around the place. It was absolutely amazing. And it was your first time at the first, summit? First time this year. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing is the word I would use. <laughs> Who was your favourite speaker out of curiosity? Well, I am a Tabitha Coffee fan. Fair so enough. I won't lie and say that... Um, She's not. I, she's my best. I do. I did really enjoyed her. I really did. But I have to say, my, all day, Gavin was brilliant. Chris was my my favorite of the whole really? day. Chris, yeah. 
Chris stood in at the last minute and we, we were told he stood in at the last minute. The presentation was upbeat, it was wonderful, it was fun and everybody left. Through our, my, I was in the pink group, everybody left at the group with a smile on their face and everybody was laughing. Oh that's brilliant, thanks so much. No problem at all, anytime. How are you getting on Lisa? How did you enjoy today, did you? Oh, Killian, it was amazing. It yeah. really was. It was a fantastic day. And was this your first year coming to Bo, was it? No, no, we come every year. We come every year? We love it, we love it. So, it's the best year so far, was it? Um, yes, I think it was, yeah. 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 How did you find it with the workshops being kind of added in today? It was unusual, but we really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was different. Oh, was it, was, it was good. Anything you kind of like really stood out to you today that you've come away from? I yeah. loved I loved Valerie. I thought she, Valerie Del Forge, yeah, yeah, I thought mm. she was very, very inspirational. I wish we had more time with her. Really? Yeah, I, I liked her. We'll have her on the podcast way more. I mean yeah, she's, I'm watch she's her. a contributor yeah. to the blog and, and the podcast. So yeah, I, I thought yeah. she was very inspirational. I could have learned a lot from her, I know. Nice. And did you come with your full team or are you on your own today? Well, we, there was just the three of us. Three of us yeah. came, but next year we're planning on bringing about six. Oh, really? Yes. You just feel like kind of, everyone should get this. I feel like, you know, you've just had Christmas, the work so hard. Yeah. In between Christmas and New Year, it's always a bit of a, you know, and then we have Dublin to look forward to. Yeah. And then I just always feel really motivated by this weekend. And I just think, right, this is my to-do list. So I plan my year. Yeah. And I plan my to-do list for my reviews and everything from today. Like tomorrow we will go back and have a meeting and plan everything. So it really, mean, really motivates us. You'll use this as part of your new strategy, basically. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Very marketing nice. strategy, okay. staff reviews, staff performance, everything. It gives us a few new ideas. Yeah. What, size, what size salon are you actually? We have a team of 19. Okay. 19? Yes, 19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so well it's, done. It's, it's quite a big salon. Yeah. So I would like to bring them all. Yeah. <laughs> we have an amazing, amazing Christmas. But no, I, we, we try to bring the management, but next year we're going to do it as an incentive as well. So okay. to the therapist, maybe it's going to be a retail incentive. You come to Dublin because I think the team members will that's really, really benefit. That's really interesting. That's the first time I've ever that. Yeah, that's a really good incentive actually. Yeah, yeah. good incentive. Because yeah. we do have fun while we're here as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the three days. Absolutely. You're here for the full weekend. Don't do the Guinness though. I like the <laughs> <laughs> I like you do the Guinness at all? Like, no, I can't oh, do the Guinness. Oh. And when they say mix it with champagne, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'll oh, champagne the, for the night. Oh, okay. No, no, mixing Guinness with champagne, really? Do you guys do that? No, no I would not. No, no. I'd mix no well, apparently that's a, that's a delicacy or whatever you call it. Over here. Really? I'll stick to oh. the Prosecco. Oh, yeah. Guinness and Jemison now. I start off with a few Guinness and then end on the Jemison. I've had Guinness and Lime. I've tried that with the black currant. No, the no, it just doesn't do it for me. But I love everything else about Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. Lovely, lovely. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night anyway. You too. Yeah. See ya. Cheers. So, Ed, uh, welcome to the summit, obviously. Uh, how, do, how are you getting on with it? You know what? The summit has been awesome. Yeah. We're a bit apprehensive at first, thinking, oh, why should we go and stuff like that. But so glad we came. We've learned so much. There's so many things that we were doing that we didn't realise we were doing, but then... It's a case of if you don't know you're, what you're doing, it's then hard to kind of follow up yeah. and add that additional value to what it is that you're doing. Yeah. Because it's good to have an outside approach every now and again. Oh, yeah, and we've said it to the other salon owners that we've had, like, even though business might be gone for you, someone will always see something different and be able to give you that extra bit of advice and feedback. Exactly, exactly. I think it's like, you say, like a shark. A yeah. shark is continuously swimming. Yeah. And once you stop, 
you're dead. The kind of thing. So coming to the summit has actually kind of just allowed us to just take a step out of our box, look at what it is that we're doing, and say, okay, you know what? This is where we can improve. This is the stuff that's going to allow our business to grow and this is what we need to do in order to grow and move forward as a business. So the summit is going to open for that. And I think, not even I think, I know we're going to be regulars from now on. So yeah. the summit 2018, summit 2019, we, we, we will be there unless the dates change and it's going to be 2018, yeah. whatever. But <laughs> whenever there's a summit, we're going to be there because it's been absolutely invaluable and we can't wait to get back and in, incorporate the stuff we learned into the business. So, so this this is your first summit then, I'm assuming? It's our first summit, yeah. yeah. And you were saying you were hesitant about coming to it. Did yeah. you come alone or did you bring your whole team? Or? No, I just, um, well, our business, the business is myself and my wife and yeah. um, we have um, staff as well. So myself and my wife came along, she's mingling somewhere. I don't know where I've lost her. <laughs> okay, if you want to lose your wife, bring her to the summit. <laughs> Are we keeping that in? If you want to. I'll definitely keep that in, yeah. Well, as I was saying, like, she's, she's somewhere, she's talking to other business owners. And it's yeah. literally, it's crazy because as salon owners, we all experience the same challenges. We all experience the same difficulties. Staff retention, keeping staff motivated making sure we hit our targets, etc, etc. So it's nice to actually be able to speak to other people who are in the same boat as you and just get their perspective on things and what things they've done differently and what things you can take from them to incorporate into your business. But the speakers today have been awesome. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next summit. <laughs> this. Which this one's even on. Over. Yeah, this one's <laughs> even over. I'm looking forward to the next one. So it's... It's been brilliant so far. Well, thanks very much for that, Ed. That Thank was absolutely you. I brilliant. I'm freezing right now. I'm yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are managing out here, but it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, well, <laughs> I suppose I, I think it's time to wrap up the show because we're I out in the so, smoking yeah. area here where it's the quietest area of the night. It's absolutely freezing. But the buzz here is unbelievable. And you've just heard from the guys that we were talking there. Everyone's in great form, and like I don't know for you, it comes back to kind of being the expert that you are. Yeah. And it was the expert, but also the way you communicated with people. Yeah, yeah. Like even just the wording, not just like expertise, yeah. you know. And I think one of our speakers said it earlier. Like it's hard to tell yourself that you're an expert, but at the end of the day, if you've got a business and you've got a team behind you and you've got clients coming back to you day and day, that's that's an expert to me. Yeah. Like if someone if you is know paying how you to for solve, your professional services, if you know how to solve someone's problem. Yeah. And yeah. just another thing then for me, just from tonight, networking. Like, salon owners, yeah. it doesn't seem to be a thing that they do. Now, I understand that in your town you've got competition and stuff like that, but I just really think it, 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 one thing to take away this is try and outreach salon owners in towns away from you. Because you can't bear the brunt of everything on your own. You, you can't, you no, need and that's why we view. keep talking about mentorship and, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, we keep referring to that, and I think it's really, really important, and I think looking at people networking all day I think that's kind of lacking in the industry at the moment yeah they're, they're my kind of wrap up points from today yeah well listen I mean for myself I've been on social media answering all the comments all the tags you mentions. would be flat out today yeah. I mean I haven't I haven't processed all the information yet because there's been so much going on but it's been fantastic to have everyone at the convention center before the tours you were at the tours yesterday was at the tours um, last night it was a brilliant yeah. everyone was just in such good 
spirit because the anticipation of what's to come. Oh yeah, and then the, 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 the after party today is buzzing, like it, it's 9pm and people are still he here having a great time, uh, still chatting away, and then tomorrow there's in Inside Forest, it'll be, it'll be great, and I'm just really, really grateful for uh, Sinead's work, Alex's work, Aoife's work throughout the whole year to put together this event, it's been absolutely amazing. And it's getting bigger and bigger every year, we saw it today, yeah. the convention centre in Dublin was lit up in purple, Ronan yeah. was blown <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get a photo of it, but we had the screenshot. Someone took a picture of it, put it on Instagram. The Dublin Convention Centre in purple. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So listen, we'll uh, leave you on that this week, and we'll catch you next week with an interview with MJ Diziel, who is a hairstylist, and she talks about her business model, which is quite different as well. Very different. <laughs> Definitely worth listening to, yeah. We'll catch you next week, guys. All the best.